said, hopefully you guys are either drying out from yesterday because of all the party in downtown St. Paul for uh, the St. Patty's Day. Uh, otherwise, and I appreciate you tuning me in. Uh, this ad sharing your afternoon. Okay, the Guinness Book of World Records originated with the Irish native uh, Hugh Beaver, who was also the managing director of Guinness Brewery. And so you know how Guinness World Record book came across? Okay, and his buddies were arguing over which bird was the fastest bird in Ireland. And, uh, of course, they didn't have the internet back then. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> okay, and when Beaver realized there weren't any reference books that could answer that particular question, he had the idea to make the book of records that would officially settle any friendly pub argument. Huh. And thus, the Guinness Book of World Records was born. So there you go. That's interesting. There you go. Isn't that cool? Yeah, because we didn't, you know. No, no. It's all because they were having an argument, an argument in a pub, right? In an Irish pub. pub. You got it. Drinking Guinness beer, right? There you go. Yeah. Okay then. Well, to each their own, I I guess. I know that's excellent. All right. Okay. Let's quick go to Jackie, and then we got uh, Danielle online, so we got to talk to Danielle. But let's first go to Jackie because Jackie's been waiting for a little bit. Yes, and she has a question about what do you do when your dog hates wet food? Okay. Hi, Jackie. How you doing? Oh, hey, how are you? Good, good. So good, what's going good. on? What kind of dog? Well, um, he's Cujo. He's, I called you a couple of months ago because he bit me in the face. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's a, a lab mix. Okay. He's about seven. But um, no biting incidents since then. So Yay. That's good. Yay. <laughs> but the thing is, is I've noticed, and, and Granted, to get a dog to eat healthy, you have to have all people in your household on board. And I'm kind of the only one that seems to care about this issue. But I've noticed if my mom gives him wet food, he just ignores it. Wet food as in what? Canned food or what? Well, yeah, any kind of canned food. It doesn't even matter if it's beef, if it's chicken, if it's salmon, vegetables, whatever the type, he just won't eat it, but I give him his crunchy food, just plain, and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I love crunchy food, and he okay. eats it right up. Okay. Addicted so, to carbs. <laughs> uh, but no, see, the thing so is... The, uh, my point being, I'm hesitant to try any kind of expensive type of um, uh, raw food, because okay. what if he just ignores it, and then it's just... Oh, like you, that's why you, you just baby steps into it. You know, you just don't switch over. You just baby step. He seems to like it. Sure. But so the thing is, is that dogs eat according to smellability. If it smells cool, they're going to eat it. If it has no smell, like cardboard, most of them will sniff it, maybe dabble in it, but then walk away. All right? And that's why most dogs go nuts when you first open a bag of dog food because it's so fresh and the smell is so cool that it's like, yeah, give me that. But then if you buy a big bag and it's now two months later, all of a sudden, you know, it's getting stale. It doesn't have the smell and now they're disinterested in it. And so that's why some canned foods don't have much of a smell. And so that's why they... uh, uh, you know, if it's a canned food or like, what are you talking about? Like any kind of, well, like Purina or the general brands. My mom, like I said, like I'm, I'm kind of more on your side where I kind of want to try to feed him only this raw food right. and feed him, you know, healthy things. But mm-hmm. I'm like I said, I'm like the lone island in the sea here. Like, hello. Okay, but then when did your mom or uh, those people have a chance to feed him other than what you want to feed? Well, they are convinced he likes it, even though he sits in the bowl for hours. And then I come home, I scrape it out, I clean it out, I just give him this crunchy food. And then he eats it like, 
Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay. And then when it comes to treats, I'm kind of stingy with treats because I know he's getting a lot of side food. Mm-hmm. So I try not to overfeed him because I know he should lose maybe five or seven pounds, something right. like that. But yes. but it's like, what do you do, A, when your dog hates less food and B, your family is totally like at odds against you? Okay. It's not that they don't love him. They love him very much, but mm-hmm. it's... Like, how do you... Well, see, like I say, so if you want to do... Um, I guess I don't understand what your definition of wet food is. I, I don't well, understand like that. any kind of food that's moist. Any kind of food that comes out of a can. Any kind of food that's, like, uh, meant for a dog. Like, for example, if I'm eating soup, he likes soup. Okay. He's like, oh, I love soup. That's great. So that kind of wet food, fine. Because it's people food. And he probably is like, oh, I want what you haven't. But... Mm-hmm. When it comes to any kind of wet food out of a can, he okay. just kind of shuns it. Okay, well then don't give him the can. Don't do that. I know, <laughs> but I'm like, can. mom, he hates it. Okay, well, it away. <laughs> well, that's fine then. Then if you have to throw it away, it's there. Hopefully, it's not your dollar; it's her dollar. But well, yeah. You know, so <laughs> that's true. so the thing is, is that. Um, uh, like, you know, like, let's say you want to try a little bit of raw or freeze dried because Nutrisource have got freeze dried treats from Pure Vita yeah. or Pure Vita, whatever you want to call it. But anyway, and anyway, and I'll give that, that could be my dog's food for that evening because there's yeah. a, a, but anyway, so, so you just got to find what the dog likes. And if you like, if it's not coming out of your wall and the dog ain't eating it, okay, then this. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The, I want to try the, um, so just do food, it when, but I'm afraid he'll just. Snub his nose. No, like I, I can almost, does. I can almost guarantee he's not going to. But the thing okay. is, is that like I said, it has to be at room temperature. You know, uh, room temperature can't be cold. I'm amazed right. at how many people take it out of the freezer and give it to a no, frozen. No, and the food we feed him is pretty much room temperature because, like I said, it's coming out of a can. You just open yep. it, you pull out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I see. And then the thing is, but because other people are feeding him and he is overweight, then what you need to do is be the ambassador of the weight loss clinic, and so then <laughs> yeah. then come maybe he gets some food in the morning, but you know. What? Because of what everybody does during the day, he doesn't get any dinner, and he just and that's goes. That's why I'm stingy, and he's like, "You're the mean one." No, I'm no, like, that's your. Th- that's, you. No, that's your thinking. <laughs> you know, give him some raw. Yeah. Give him some vegetables. Get some frozen vegetables. Put it in the refrigerator. Yeah. Take a handful out, and that's his dinner. All right. Instead of putting the calories okay. in there. And so that's why you've got to be the advocate if somebody else is trying to sabotage you, that you've got to be the advocate on his side and then figure out how you can do it, get weight loss off of him. And then, like I say, if you're not buying that canned food and somebody else and he's just not eating it, you know what? Then that's their loss. You can just yeah. So that's the whole thing. Yeah. Or you give them other things to give the dog. But as far as like if you want to try the raw, just buy a smaller pack package and give it to him a couple, you know, like a couple of the pieces as a treat. And just see yeah, how he, okay. how he how he likes it as a yeah. treat, and then like then maybe give it to him a couple evenings or morning, either the morning feeding or the evening feeding, like yeah. maybe a couple patties. But what you want to do is cut back. Don't be feeding what they tell you on the on the mm. package, okay? Because he okay. needs to lose weight. If they tell you to feed yeah. four patties a day, you're feeding two patties a day. If your dry food tells you to feed four cups a day, you're feeding two cups a day. All He's right. lucky if he gets a cup out of me. Good, yeah, good, I'm, good, I'm, good. I'm stingy, like that's, I said. I'm well, very that's aware good. of what's going on when yeah. I'm not there. Okay, and, that's good. But so that's why, like yeah. I said, then you try to do, you have to be the one that has to counteract everybody else that's not doing what they're supposed to. And like I say, sometimes yeah. he may not get any dinner because he's been fed way too much that day. And you could just <laughs> give him a couple of veggies here and there. And then next morning we start the game over again. Uh, I, I'm hoping the novelty of... Um, 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 the raw food will (laughs) 
kind of strike him because sometimes when something's new and different, he's more apt to try it. Oh, yeah, so that's yeah. I'm like, eh, maybe I should keep, get the raw food, but I'm afraid, like I said, like put the investment in, he'll just. No, all you're going to do is just buy a small bag. You know what I mean? Just buy, with anything, you're going to try something new, you just buy a small bag. And so that way there, then um, eventually you can get it fed out. (laughs) Yeah. And so it just, yeah, you just kind of, you just do the baby steps. Don't be going buying, you know, you know, 10 bags of this and 10 bags of that. No, no. No, you just buy one and just kind of go in your baby step in it. And because some dogs take change well, and some dogs, it takes a little bit of change, you know, a while for change. Is he normal? Oh, I guess is my main question. Well, you know, usually... is there dogs that are just more apt to like the crunch? No, or? and what it is, what, what you've got going here is that my guess is that is the crunchy one smells better than the canned ones, and that's why he's eating. Uh, it. And then also too, the, the crunchy ones has carbs. It just like you get a de- people are addicted to you know potato chips. Can't just sure. eat one, all right? <laughs> right? Wet food isn't like potato chips. It doesn't have the carbs to it, and so that's so that is another thing. And plus, it, the uh, the wet food doesn't have the sugar in it like the dry food does. So there's a lot of options. Also, too, like I say, dogs eat according to smellability. What smells most intriguing to the dog? That's what they're going to be. And the dog mm. that is fat it can be really, really picky because yeah. they're not hungry. All right. That's what I'm worried about too. He's like, well, I can ignore this food. Yeah, and that's I fine then. The, yeah. Don't feed him. You know, perfectly. Yeah. To be honest with you, just feed him once a day. End of story. All done. Until he starts, okay. you know, until he starts losing weight. Because otherwise, yeah. you're going to have vet bills between diabetes problems, joint problems, know, things like I, that. Yeah, I don't want that. Right. Yeah. So then, you know, then you can ration it out. Make some stuff in. Mm-hmm. Put make the ration in the refrigerator. So say, if you're going to feed the dog, you feed this out of the refrigerator. All right, this is it for the dog. Take it out of here and give it to him. But don't give okay. him anything else. Okay, well, Carly, you raised Well, so we just had a caller that said, um, if you want to try food, uh, Chuck and Don's, I guess, has a um, program where if you try a food, as long as it's not, like, half gone or something, you can take sure. it back and return it. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so, yeah, fair so, enough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nutrisource I've, does I've that. I've also tried squash on him. Mm-hmm. He eats squash. He eats just will not eat any kind of things that are like supposedly healthy. Well, yeah, but you like, got to remember, just like what, what people oh. that have a really bad diet, it hard, it's hard to rotate them in because they're addicted to the carbs, yeah. the sugar, and so you just baby step it—a a tablespoon mm-hmm. here, two tablespoons there—and then all of a sudden, and then plus, like I say, he doesn't seem like he's hungry, so he can afford to be very picky. If he's hungry, he'll eat anything and eat yeah. down. Okay, yeah. So that's why you start cutting it back, and believe it or not, when he's he'll eat anything when he's hungry so it's not a question of the texture or anything like that okay 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 Fair good enough. luck okay thank you you bet bye-bye Bye-bye. all right yeah people just don't realize fat dogs are picky because they're not hungry all right oh well, here we are uh well, then we're gonna come back we're gonna talk to danielle how long is the lease on guinness brewery in dublin for nine years 90 years 900 years nine thousand years be back and if you listen to this show, you know this is Carly's song, and she's a bobbing away. She's even got me bobbing a little bit. <laughs> okay, how long is the lease on the Guinness Brewery in Dublin for? Nine years, 90 years, 900 years, 9,000 years. I sure hope it's 9,000, because that would just kind of be funny. Okay, you ready? Sure. A 9,000-year lease. <gasps> Woo! 
at a, perpetu- guys, a perpetual rate of 45 Irish pounds per year. Huh. Whatever 45 Irish pounds is, I don't know, but per uh, year. Wow. Isn't that something? All right. Well All done. All right. There you hey. go. 9,000-year lease. Boy, you can't beat that with a stick. <laughs> no. That's oh, pretty cool, though. Okay. We got Danielle holding on. and uh, uh, We were supposed to have her at five. But anyways, but the whole thing is we got Danielle on the line, so we want to welcome Danielle. Hi, Danielle. How you doing? Great. Hi, Katie. I'm sorry we didn't cut into your, hopefully, your time too much here. You're drinking time on uh, St. Patty's Day, did we? <laughs> no. Oh, good. Oh, good. Okay, now you are, <clears throat> I just found out about you guys. You have a great organization called? Scaling Out Benji. Right, and uh, first of all, when she first said that, I'm like, okay, what? Okay, but Bailing Out Benji. And so who? what exactly is Bailing Out Benji? Bailing Out Benji is an eight-year-old nonprofit um, started in 2011 as a blog when our founder, Mindy Callison, uh, learned about puppy mills and wanted to tell everyone else. Um, okay. Now we have 20 volunteer teams across the United States. Wow. And hope to have more, yes. 20 teams? Uh, volunteer teams. Wow, that's cool. That is so cool. So what does so it locally started here in Minnesota? Iowa. She's oh, in Iowa. In Iowa, okay. And so then, and then, now what are some of the things that Bailey Now Benji has done? Or what are you working on? Uh, we we do advocacy, education, and research. So we work to pass city bans prohibiting the commercial sale of cats and dogs. Um, and so far, we have bans in St. Paul, Roseville, and Eden Prairie in Minnesota. Yay! Yeah. Um, we do education. So we host screenings of the documentary Dog by Dog. I don't know if you've seen that. No. But, uh, it tells the story about puppy mills and the money trail that keeps them going. Okay. And what's that called? Dog by dog. Dog by dog, and that's a YouTube. What is that? It's um, it's um, it was on Netflix, but it's not anymore. So okay. you can get it from the library, or um, I think it's on Amazon still. Okay. And it's dogbydogdocumentary.com. Okay. Yes. Mentally. Oh, okay. we do a lot I'm of trying to write this ones. down. <laughs> okay. Okay. So- I, I can I can send it to you too. Um. We do a lot of tabling at community events. We were at VegFest. Um, we're at um, local colleges and humane pet stores, talking, nice. to, talking to anyone who will listen, really. All right. All right. And so now, um, obviously, you're nonprofit, so you accept uh, donations to help you guys uh, along, Correct. Correct. Now you're doing you're doing kind of a I don't know if you want to call it a project, but out at Northland Mall there is a pet store up there, correct? Yes. And so, the tail. Okay. Yep. And so now, what are you doing out there? What is what is uh, Bailey and Al Benji doing for the with that? Or for well, we join with lots of other animal welfare groups out there, and every Sunday from one to two, we peacefully protest. Um, outside Northtown Mall in Blaine, and we meet on the public land at the intersection of County Road 10 and Jefferson. Okay. And we hold our signs, we talk with people, we hand out brochures, um, we're really respectful, we uh, give them research data. And now the purpose of this, in case that there's not too many stores, luckily, I think by being, you know, uh, focused on, that are selling pets from puppy mills. And probably due to your efforts and such like that, but this is one of them that Northland Mall or North Town Mall. It's North Town Mall, right? Or is it Northland? North Town. Okay, yeah, and that that they still uh, buy their puppies and their cats and stuff like that from mills, correct? Right, and actually, most pet stores. 
outdoor animals come from puppy mouths. Unless and, other ways stated, you know, like I know Angel's World in, in Hudson. Oh, no, 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 that Angel's World. Yeah, so no, no. She actually, she did. Yes, and a long went, time ago, yep. And, yep, and she went to Maine. Yes, so, she right. did. Yes, she did. I was so and proud of her. And that's what we would love for all pet stores to do, or this pet store to do. Right, right. Yeah. And so, so the thing is, so so, so you know, if people want to learn more about who you are and what you do. How can they get a hold of you? Or do you have a website? Yep, they can go to baileyhalbenji.com or also on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right, all right, yeah, because I was on both your Facebook and your website there. And so uh, now, the reason why the founder, why did she get into this? What, was there a certain incident? Incident that yeah. happened? What happened? Yes, like most of us, uh, she purchased a puppy mill puppy. Right. And she was well, she was in college still, I think, and she was visiting a pet store, and the puppy was too big for its cage and walking around in poo and and um, just looks kind of sick. And, you know, there are lots of pet stores, they encourage you to hold the puppy and tell you the puppy wants to go home with you, right. and they give you a payment plan, and so that's what happened with her, and then... She researched where that puppy came from because the pet store will give you that information if you ask for it. Um, and so she researched that, and she was just appalled, and so she started a blog, and that's how this all started. How long ago was that? Ten years ago, you said, or eight years? Eight. Eight years old? Eight years, yes. Okay. Yeah, because one thing I heard over and over in the earlier years uh, was people would buy that because, you know, they could buy it with a credit card usually, you know. So yes. they pay for, uh, like $200. Uh, back then, uh, a $100 dog in a pet store went for $800, right? And everybody right. in their mind thought that, well, because I'm paying more for it, that this is a better quality of dog, not knowing how it was bred and where it came from. And then when they would ask for the papers, then they, oh, we'll put them in the mail. And they never came. And now you love this puppy, so what recourses do you have? And so it just, it really, they really kind of pull the eyes, the wool over your eyes, you know, type thing. You know, when right. they say that, you know, the, the it's in the mail. And they, no, it isn't. If you, when you buy a puppy, you don't get papers right away. They, they ain't coming. <laughs> right. And that's what people got to understand. And there is, there's a lot, we've come, <clears throat> we've come quite far in many ways, but it seems like we're going backwards in other ways as far as, with these puppy mills, it used to be like uh, now you have puppy mills that breed like by the thousand. You know, there's three, four hundred dogs in a puppy mill. People don't think of that. They think that maybe it's like twenty dogs that live in deplorable conditions. But they are there is like it's a factory is what it's become to some. Right in Minnesota alone, we have four puppy mill breeders with more than five hundred adult breeding dogs each, which is just. <sighs> Appalling to me. Well, appalling is no, no. There is, there are no words, okay? And they can't be said over the air for sure. (laughs) No. And so now, does uh, bailing out Benji? Does do they kind of work with legislation also? Yes, we uh, talk with legislators. We co-sponsored Minnesota Humane Lobby Day just last month, and um, we worked to pass city bans, like I said. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. So uh, so they if they want to get involved with helping you out at Northland Mall, North Town Mall, they, you can do that. And if there's other ways, too, they can just go to that website, right? And what was that again? com. Okay. And then is there anything else that my listeners need to hear, you know, about from, because like I said, I just learned about you, what, I think it was like about a month ago or something like that. I had not heard of you. So I, I was oh, okay. impressed with that. You know, now I got you on my website, too, for advoc- under advocacy groups. 
and uh, yeah so hopefully we can spread the word a little bit more and get out and get people involved because it is you know there is strength in numbers when it comes to something like this so there is and there people can get involved in as small a way as they want or as huge a way as they want they can just post educational literature at their local vet clinic or coffee shop Um, they can host a dog by dog screening they can um, organize a day for us to come and talk with their book group or their church group about puppy mills. And it's lots of different ways. Excellent, excellent. Well, I thank you so much, Danielle, for taking the time for calling in. And uh, I, like I said, I, I've got you on my website, too. And so hopefully we can spread the word. You'll get more more people jump in. And we'll, like I said, there, I just can't wait till we can just know that they're, the puppy mills, are that's done. You know what I mean? Or if they are going to be out there, they are regulated to the hilt, that, that yes. there is not any humaneness going on behind doors. So, Right. Okay. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, kiddo. You have a great day and happy St. Patty Day. Thank you. Bye bye. Or what was remember what was St. Patrick's name? Do you remember it? Do you remember it? Come on, think about it. Think about um, it. Um, it's Marvin. No. Melvin. Maywin. Hey, I. Two cats. Yeah, I was Maywin. I knew Sukat. the initials were MS. There you go. Yep. There you go. That's all I got, though. That's all you got. <laughs> All right. Okay, how close? We need trivia? Yeah, let's okay, do we trivia. Need trivia. And then if you got yeah. a question, we got one on the line. If you uh, want to gotta, <clears throat> get in here under the wire, uh, 651-641-1071. Okay, let's see. Da, 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 da. What is still the most tuned-in radio show in Ireland? U2FM, the obituary broadcast, the Catholic Hour, the IRA report. Which one? We'll be back. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending your day today on the great St. Patrick's Day. If you're listening to me, I greatly appreciate it because I know either you got a hangover from yesterday or you've been out uh, doing the corned beef and cabbage and you're sitting on the couch going, oh, I shouldn't have. You're in a food coma. (laughs) There you go. What is still the most tuned in radio show in Ireland? U2FM, the obituary broadcast, the Catholic Hour, the IRA report. The obituary broadcast. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm proud of you. That's Thank good. you. That's I was, good. I was thinking it had to be that because that just sounded too good, too yep. out of the norm, you know? You know, uh, the uh, the flag for Ireland yeah. is orange, green, and white. Right. Okay, you know what? The orange represent the Protestants. Okay. Okay, the green represents the Catholics. Catholics, okay. And the white represent hope that they will find peace between oh, them. Oh. That's really interesting. That's very I did cool. not know that. Yeah. yeah. So very, the, very the cool. orange is Protestant, green is uh, Catholic, and the hope represents the peace, the fine peace between them. They want to find them. peace between yeah, that's the groups. Cool. That's, that's pretty cool. No, I thought so too. Okay, let's uh, get a... Uh, if you got a question now, I've got something I'm going to announce here. Uh, after we get done with this que- with Chris, uh, I've got something to announce. It involves a cattle call that we need. That oh. It could mean some free pet food for some uh, a couple of people. So we're going to discuss that after we take care of Chris. Okay. Okay. Hey, Chris. Yes. There we go. Hi, Chris. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing okay. No uh, cabbage for me, though. No cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I. I oh, oh, yeah. I just. I could eat the cabbage if it's in that. What is that? That Asian cold salad with sesame seeds and ramen noodles. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what that's yeah, I called. I like that. Yeah, I can eat that. But otherwise, yeah, me and cabbage have a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll take the parsnips. I'm, I'm needing your advice, Katie. Um, 
so I'm a pet sitter, and I got hired to take care of these cats. Um, the guy was a hundred years old or is a hundred years old and he ended up, uh, moving into a assisted living. Um, so he's truly a hundred years old. The, yeah. The, he's oh, 101. Oh May my 24. Lord. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. He's, he's just wow. sharp as a tack and, but his cat, um, his daughter lives out of state, so she hired me to take care of the two cats that he had. All right. Um, which are seriously overweight because they were free fed out of uh, these plastic right. old yep. type things that he made up. Yep. Um, <laughs> but anyway, and they were fed just very, very old, dry cat food, and I can't believe they ate it. Um, so what I'm, and also they're. Uh, the larger one, I believe, is the one that has been peeing on the carpet because I didn't think she could make it into the cat box. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so what I did was I put an additional cat box where they were going on the carpeting, and that seems to have worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I cut their food back, mm-hmm. um, and I'm trying to kind of like rehabilitate them, I guess, I'm looking for some ideas of where I could possibly maybe get them adopted out when I can get them a little bit, you know. Right. All right. Yeah, a couple things is that to get weight off of them, pull them off of all the dry food and only go to the good grain-free canned foods. And what you do is give half to one in the morning, you know, and the other half of the can, you know, like the the size of a a tuna can. Okay. Uh And how old are the cats, do you know? I think they're like six. Okay. So then I give half of the can to one cat, half of the can to the other cat. All right. And then maybe with a little bit of the dried, you know, to to mix it in until they like. Some cats don't want to give up the carbs. So it's really hard to get them to eat the canned. Sometimes you have to make a little bit of a a warm. One of them them I do have, I know they needed soft food. So I got the the larger one actually likes the soft food. Good. But the other one doesn't like it at all. Okay, so then what you do with the one that doesn't like it at all, make it, take a little bit of warm water and make a gravy and make it with, uh, uh, and then give a little bit of the dry food with it. And then pretty soon it becomes uh, less and less dry food and then more and more and thicker of the wet food. I had a cat that was 32 pounds I had to get uh, weight off of. And uh, it took me a month and a half to get him totally over to the grain-free canned food. He just didn't want to give up that dry stuff. But okay. I finally got them over that. But if you can get them on the grain-free canned food, you know, Nutrisource has got seven brands or seven flavors now with no chicken in it because most right. cats are chicken to death. And so, like I say, just uh, get a half a, you know, and personally what I do with my can, I just, you know, I like when I had Albert, I, I would give him half the can and then I'd cap it and I'd put it not in the fridge. I put it on top of the fridge. Because, yeah. but he would eat like at eight, nine o'clock in the morning, and then he would eat about, you know, uh, six, seven o'clock at night. And yeah. it, and that was fine as long as it wasn't like a hundred degrees outside. But you got to right. remember that cats do not like, or dogs for that matter too, special cats, so don't want anything cold. They want it room temperature. Right. So if you do yeah. put it in the fridge, then add some hot water to it before you serve it to bring it to okay. room temperature. And then, uh, 
uh, now what you want to do instead of getting a cat box, when a cats are that big, okay, like now my um, Albert, let's see, wait a minute. Okay, Albert was, oh, it was, okay, the other way around. Albert was 32 pounds when I got him, and Bubba was 38 pounds when I got him. So, And, and the reason they were both brought in, not at the same time, they, we're talking like five, six years apart. Because they weren't using the litter box. So what I did is I went to the big box store, and you know how they have all the totes all over the place? And they have the, they have one that slides underneath the bed. It's a low boy. You know, it's real low, but it's kind of oh, yeah. wide. That's okay. what I got because it was easy for them to step in and step out of. You know, otherwise, instead of like they go into a traditional cat box, their their gut would hit the side, and it yeah. was uncomfortable. And then plus they were so big, they barely fat in the, fit in the box. And right, so I, right. I got the big, long, rectangular one and put Put it out there and put the, you know, I put my, uh, whatever you call it, my uh, baking soda in there. You know, I get that big bag uh, from Sam's or Costco, whatever. Put a little bit of the baking soda in there. Put a little bit of the, I just use regular uh, cat litter that, you know, no scented, no nothing. And uh-huh. then, yeah, and then I put that in there. I, you know, it's not the clump free or anything like that. But if you do get the clumpy, clumpy stuff, make sure it's scent free. Cats hate that yeah. smell. End of story. They don't right. want anything that's scented. But if you get that low bar, I think that's going to help you a lot for the cat using the litter box. And then where they went, use that anti-icky poo. Oh, this this carpeting is really bad. She's going to get it replaced. Okay. All right. Um, the daughter is, but and and of course I'm I'm worried that um, you know the cats are just going to use the carpeting, the new carpeting. But I don't know what she plans on doing. Um, and see, also, um, if I move these cat boxes um, off the carpeting, which I should have been in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, can I just move them just? Do it in baby steps. Yeah, do it in baby steps. Leave one where one is now. Because the rule of thumb is uh, one litter box per cat with one extra. So technically, there should be three cat boxes, right? Because okay. you got two okay. cats. And so what you do is you put the two, and remember, uh, uh, litter boxes are territory. And that means is that you know what you want to make sure that one doesn't get their knickers in a knot. So maybe in the laundry room there's one, and maybe there's another one another place, and then there's another one another place. So if okay. a, a, dog, a cat is taking guard, like not letting a cat in a particular room, if all the litter boxes are in there, you're screwed, all right? So that's okay. why what you want to do is have it. So that's what I would do. And then where they seem to be going, and then also get that long, the flow side you know, tote, tote boxes, so they don't right. have to, they have room to actually go potty in, and okay. and that's going to help out where they can feel, you know, how you can, uh, I don't know if you've ever been on a potty seat that's been too small for your butt. <laughs> it's not comfortable. You're not relaxed. <laughs> and that's the same thing when cats are jammed into a litter box. They can't, you know, a lot of times they wind up going outside, you know, of the litter box instead of inside the box. So that's what would be my priority is get one that the low riders so they're easier to get in and get out. Put the okay. one where they, where they seem to be going potty, put that, but put the other ones where, and see if they use those ones, other ones that are, out, you know, away from that. So when they uh-huh. replace the carpet, that hopefully they will, you know, that will work. You can get that litter box off of there, put it in another place, and all will be right with the world. Yeah, they're, it's it's not like they're going to be moved real far away from where they're at. Right, okay. Um, but I was just kind of wondering about that as well. Yep, the unscented uh-huh. litter, use the low rider, you know, that goes slides under the bed. So they got more room and easier to get in and out of. And then get them okay. on grain-free canned food. 
and uh, get rid of that dry because that dry is what's going to make, you know, with all those carbs, especially when they've gotten that fat. I can't believe they're not dealing with uh, um, uh, diabetes. Sometimes if they're peeing a lot, that it's di- they're, they're on the doorstep of diabetes. So, really? Oh, you bet. I noticed, I noticed that with the uh, first time I used the clumping um, cat litter because that's what I did when I put an additional box. I used the clumping cat litter in the newer box, and I noticed that there was an awful lot of urine spots. Okay, yep. So one of them, if not both of them, might be already diabetic. And, you yeah. know, where they drink a lot of water and pee like a racehorse. So I yeah. don't know if they're up to where, you know, to uh, the biggest thing, then if they are even, in, uh, then they can't have any dry food whatsoever because, you know, the carbs in the uh, cat food turn into sugar. Sugar makes their insulin go through the roof. So then by getting them on the grain-free can, that will start dropping their, you know, their, their numbers and okay. then hopefully start you know, maybe getting them right with lowering the weight and such like that. But otherwise, you know, take them in, see, uh, you know, see what their numbers are. And then usually most vets want to put them on that, you know, prescription diet. No, if you just do the grain-free canned food, you can okay. get those numbers dropped, like, you know, really well. I'm not a doctor. You know, I'm not a vet. But I, I like I said, I had a, I rescued a 32-pound cat and a 38-pound right. cat. And we got their numbers down. We got them all better. And, you know, so that I had luck that way by just getting rid of that dry food. All right. So otherwise, okay. like I say, you could take him in and 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 check on it, uh, and then see. But uh, I would I would futz with their food first, and then like two weeks when they're solid on grain free, and just see what the litter box does, because that should okay. tell you that they're drinking less water. Because that's another thing too is that when they're drinking when they're you're feeding them dry food. Cats can't drink enough to compensate for that dry matter, and then if they, you know, they're peeing up a race uh, thing, then they're dehydrating almost too. You know, it's a catch twenty two. So I don't know. It's up to yourself. I would change the diet, but I would get them in and just have them there checked. I don't know what their money is. Like, well, you know what she's like. Is what she's up for as far as the, the expenses on these yeah, cats? I don't know either. I just, I mean, the guy, the owner, actually, the guy said just to put them down. Oh no, we don't do that. Uh, go no, to felinerescue.org. Felinerescue.org. All right. Okay. And then and check with them or maybe any of my callers. If you uh, got your ears on, give me a call up at Katie's Canine. And then uh, I could take your number. If, if you can leave your number with, uh, with, uh, yeah, that person on the other side, Carly. <laughs> if you can leave your number so that I can get you know, hold of you or send me an email up at Katie's Canine so that maybe we could find somebody that's willing to take these cats and try to okay. get them, you know, uh, on the, uh, you know, get them well again is what it is. Because they're only six years old for Petey's sakes. I mean, they got yeah. a good life ahead of them, but we got to get that weight off. But 10 to 1, that diabetes might be starting to raise this ugly head. So... So let's yeah, hopefully between so, we can get our heads together, we can figure this out. Yeah, do you think I, you know, they'll, they would actually take them when they're this bad? Oh heavens, yes! Okay. This is called rescues. <laughs> that's what they yeah. do. Is they rescue cats, okay? So that's yeah. why, like I said, then hopefully there's somebody else out there that enjoys, uh, you know, try to get weight off a cat and such like that. Like I said, I I did 32 pounds and 38 pounds. I got them both to down to a respectable 16 and 17 pounds. You know, they were well, big cats you, anyway. You think these guys should stay together, right? Well, no, it just made, it, it totally is up to you know if it means finding a home for them, a good home, and then one somebody just wants one, then you just give they just you know it's nice if somebody wants to take them both. But you know what? I don't I think the cats would mind. Cats are territorial. They're not like dogs. They're, you know, oh, okay. they, they're, so the cats are more into the territory thing, not okay. the buddyhood. 
Okay. But anyway, so hold on. Let Carly give you your number so she I can have your number, or then send me an email. And then, like I say, so we can work on this pr- kind of a project together and see if we can get this squared away, okay? Yeah, okay, Katie. Okay, thanks, Chris. So hold on. Don't hang up, all right? Okay, folks, let's see. Which nonsensical word was created by a Dublin man in a bet to see if he could create and spread a new word around town in 48 hours? What do you think that word is? We'll be back. Hello, hello. All right, we're winding down here. Which nonsensical word was created by a Dublin man in a bet to see if he could create and spread a new word around town in 48 hours? Do you have any idea? Bye, George. Oh, there you go. No, the word was quiz. Oh. Quiz. Isn't that something? I think that's pretty... I don't think that's a nonsensical... I don't think that's a nonsense word, though, because we quiz people. Yeah, that's very There true. are quizzes that kids take in Approximately school. how many pubs per person are there said to be in Ireland? Oh, a lot. One to every hundred, one to every three hundred and fifty, one to every seven fifty, one to every thousand. I think it's one to every hundred. One to every three fifty. Oh. Isn't that something? Not as many as I thought then. Yeah. Which Irish liquor is the most popular in the world? Guinness. Dooley's toffee oh. cream liqueur. Oh. Bailey's, a Bailey's Irish cream drambui Irish mist. Bailey's. Bingo, bingo, yeah. bingo. <clears throat> what does it mean to drown the shamrock? To put shamrocks in your glass and drown them with whiskey? Down with the IRA? Put handful of shamrocks into the river to spread around, spread around Ireland? The sound of an Irish crying. Uh, I kind of want to say it's the sound of an Irish crying, Okay, but I think it's the whiskey one. Yep. Drowning yeah. the shamrocks. Uh, let's see. It's a, uh, let's see. To put shamrocks in your glass and drown them with whiskey. Yeah. And then the drowning shamrocks are pinned to your coat at the end of St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So you know how many, you drowned So it. everybody go out, get and some shamrocks, there you go. put some whiskey over them, and there. then wear them and there you to go. your workplace tomorrow. Uh, yep, 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 yep. All there right. will be a fun story. <laughs> I bet you they can't remember the story. Right? Okay. Now, one thing that we're, what we're going to do here is that, heads up, uh, 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 now, uh, People that, any of you, my listeners, uh, I'm putting a cattle call out. If you feed Nutrisource products, whether it be their treats, whether it be the Nutrisource, the Pure Vita, whatever, I want dog food or and or cat food, I want to hear from you. I need you to send me an email through, you go to mytalk1071.com, go to the Katie Canine show page, keyword Katie Canine, and then uh, you can see where you can uh, email me, all right? Uh, you can email me through the, my website also, And uh, but anyway, what I'm looking for here is that I want to pick a couple people, and if you have a radio voice, because you're going to be doing a radio commercial coming here down to the studio and Rocco and me and so you're going to be coming down to the studio and you're going to be doing a radio a commercial for Nutrisource products with me and uh, yourself so if you're shy you this may not be good for you but then maybe you could just get, tell us why you feed and what you know what made you feed how's your animals doing on it what difference did you see just name anything and now don't go on and on and out because we just gotta what we gotta do is you know commercials are a minute long so oh, anyway so the commercial will be with me and then a couple other people if I choose what you have to say and so now this is going to be done everything has to be to me by April 1st everything has to be to me by April 1st so you can go to my talk one 
1071.com. Go to the Katie, uh, keyword Katie Canine. And then send me an email. Okay, write it down and send it to me. All right. Uh, you can also send it through uh, the station, but otherwise you can send it through my website, the KDK9 website. You just go there and you can click on it. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. So so if you you have, and then plus you're going to have a chance if we pick you to do the commercial, and then you're going to get a free bag of whatever you're feeding, you know, for your dog or for your cat. And then obviously your voice gets to be on the radio. You get to be a radio personality for a commercial. So anyway. And if you have any questions, you can just, you know, call me up at Katie's K9 or email me. And, uh, but anyway, the deadline is April 1st. Everything has to be to me by April 1st. And uh, this, I'm rather excited because, you know, you know, people get sick and tired of hearing my voice. <laughs> That's all I need. I want people, real people out there and why they like their food. What changes do they see in their cat? What changes do they see in their dog? Uh, what made you just pick, you know, Nutrisaurus, not just because Katie K9 says, but, you know, there's always reasons or whatever. If you got a story about, boy, my, my, this was not good and we went on to the, the Nutrisaurus or the Pure Vita and the treats, if you feed the treats, you know, that's what we're just looking for is, to, you know, it's a, to put together a commercial to get people out there and say, hey, you know what? I need to do that too. So yeah, you can get to be on the radio, come down to the station and make the commercial. And if you have any other questions about it, like I said, just email or call me up at Katie's Canines. And then you may remember, this is podcast. You can take me everywhere, anywhere by going to mytalk1071.com and then check out my show page because uh, Carly... <laughs> always uh, puts a really cool stuff on my page, but I very seldom look at it anymore. I don't know why. I just don't. So just go to there and take a look because she always puts fu- su- something funny and then that's where you can catch the podcast. That's where you can catch, you know, if you want to go to my Facebook page. I just pay- posted a thing that I've got a lot of good reactions about on my F- KDK9 Facebook page. Leash or no leash. You know, there's many people that take the dogs out. They're doing their leash laws, you know, and then some idiot thinks, oh, my dog is so friendly and I have my dog come when they're called. And this one gal, this poor gal had these, you know, a couple smaller dogs like Chihuahua mixes and these golden retrievers were offline. She had them on hers online and the guy goes, oh, no, my dogs are friendly. Well, those two goldens proceeded to come in and not be nice to her two Chihuahuas. And lucky this gal had this, that told the story, she jumped in to help this older gal with her two smaller dogs. At any time, a dog can be a dog. So don't say, oh, my dog is okay, he's friendly. No, at any time, they can get pack mentality or do something stupid, so don't even say that. So that's why all dogs should be on leashes, end of story, when you're out and about, unless you're in your own backyard. So that's why, if you go to my Facebook, Katie K9 Facebook page, which you can get through the, the station here, uh, post what you're scroll, scroll down and I've been getting a lot of comments on it. And it's really been kind of interesting to read because there's a couple of them like, well, I have full control of my dog. So I choose not to use leash. So it's, it's kind of interesting to read what's out there. So anyway, okay. Oh, Jiminy Christmas. Well, let's see if we can get, what is that? What's the do- person's name here? Pete? Petey. Petey. Okay. Let's yeah. see if we can quick get this one. Okay. In. Petey, talk real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I have a seven-year-old dachshund who about six, seven weeks ago was outside. She was, She's um, very active. She likes to run. She likes to play, chase golfers. Well, she hurt herself. She hurt her back leg. We brought her to the vet. They checked her out. They thought it was just soreness, you know, so on and so forth. So then about a week after that, she heard it 
totally where she couldn't even walk on it. Went okay. to the vet. Of course, they wanted to load her up with pills and stuff, but we ended up getting her some laser treatments, treatments which seemed to help a little bit. Um, but the thing is, right now, it's just gotten worse. She has no use of her back legs oh. whatsoever. We are taking her to a chiropractor. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Go to the chiropractor. Bingo. Because there's yep. something pinched in there is what it is. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, she does, when you put your finger up in between her paws, there is some movement there, so the chiropractor kind of feels that maybe it might come back. But the issue is, too, is we got her one of those, uh, what is it, a cart and a walking wheel. The issue is right now because... We, we got to go... Give me a call up at Katie's Canine and we'll figure this conversation. Okay, kiddo? I'm okay. sorry. Okay, give me a call up at Katie's Canines. You guys have a great week. Don't hide your dogs. Train them. Thanks for listening.